1: Justice. Now, now is, the is the time
2: to lift our nation from the
1: quicksands
2: of racial injustice to the solid rock of brotherhood. Now, now is, is the time to make justice a
1: reality for all God's children. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle. We must not allow our creative protests to degenerate into physical violence
2: again and again. We must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force.
1: I am not unmindful. But some of you have come here out of great trials and tribulations. Some of you have come fresh from narrow jail cells. Some of you have come
2: from areas where your quest for freedom Left you battered by the storms of persecution Staggered by the winds of police brutality
1: You have been the veterans of creative
2: suffering Where they will not be judged by the color of their skin But by the content of their character I I have a dream. dream
1: Girls, as sisters and brothers, I have a dream today. With this faith, we will be able to hew out of a mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. Together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. And if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. So let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. From the bridges of so New top to New Hampshire. Let freedom, let freedom ring. Let freedom ring. From the mighty mountains of New York. Let freedom ring. From the high into Let freedom ring from the snow capped of Colorado. Let freedom ring, the yes. Let Let freedom freedom ring, ring. from the convention slopes of California. Yes. But not, not only, only that. that. Let freedom ring from Stone Mountain of Georgia. Yes. Let freedom ring from Lookout Mountain of Tennessee. Yes. Let freedom ring from every yes. hill and molehill of Mississippi. Yes. From yes. every
0: a 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, out of the pan, with Sally. First broadcasting noon till 1 every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge that the land was stolen and never ceded and that often the language used in this program is of a more Western or Anglo-Saxon nature. Um, lots of ways to get in touch with the program and you can do that via um, out outofthepan855 at gmail.com. You can SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And you can also look for the posts on Facebook on my page, Sally Goldner AM, the only band to be on, and out of the pan, 3CR 855 AM Melbourne. And remember, any opinions I express on this show are my own personal opinions, and not those of any organisation with which I've been associated, and any coincidence is living or dead, or something like that. Um, also, um, thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News as they do, well, as best as we can in these times. I'm not sure if they've got a backyard swimming pool and can go down six feet to dive for the news, but um, telling us, um, you know, the, the great things that are going on and we'll, we hope we'll be back soon. Um, so um, lots to discuss on the show today. Autism, polyamory, some breaking news from Poland. Also, if I can just get time to carefully analyse it, there's an interesting story in today's Sunday Age on pages two and three, um, which goes right to the heart of some trans issues. Um, also have some new music from Paul and Paul, Paul Kelly and Paul Grabowski's album, which um, um, was released in the last couple of weeks, which I had pre-signed for. Um, Please leave your light on, some Paul Kelly classics on there. Um, got to play those, um, knowing no boundaries of pansexual rock, um, sex, gender or genre or something like that. But I um, wanted to start first up with a report that came my way last night, which is of interest. And that is in relation to autism. Now, a few months back, I think it was back in April from off the top of my um, head, we had the wonderful um, Kian on the show um, talking about um, aspects of autism. And I think this is um, really important to note that, um, you know, it's a big issue. And my understanding was that autism um, was around 3% of um, the population overall and, that there are you know, higher figures in trans communities, which we've got some pretty solid research on, and anecdotally for bi-plus and ace communities. And this article was posted in The Conversation last night where it says transgender and gender-diverse people is the headline. Um, I'm quoting from, to continue that quote, up to six times more likely to be autistic. Now, they say that um, the percentage of the population is around 1% to 1.5%, and then um they've then sort of just extrapolated to say three to nine percent of trans and gender diverse people. Well, the um trans pathways um research of twenty seventeen on younger people found that um, um um you know that um there were um a minimum of twenty two percent um uh, on the spectrum and probably more who were um, close or perhaps um, have not had their own self recognition or recognition by medical authority. Interesting, of course, that under this article there are three um, comments, um, um, you know, so, um, you know, sort of um, that are highly transphobic. So if you do go to it on the conversation, just be warned. Yours truly has put in a comment there on the um, Telethon Kids um, research. Um, it's interesting. I suppose I'll digress for a second. First, first um, um, sort of thing of prejudice is denial. Deny a group exists. um, Make you know, try to deny the numbers. Try to deny the issues that they face, etc., etc. And it's interesting those comments do that. But given that we have a solid piece of recent research that shows this figure much higher, and when I posted this on my own social media page, uh, many people agreed with that and also made the comments on Ace and by. and, you know, sort of, um, there's also been other things, you know, there's, I'm aware of some GPs, for example, who rather than, um, I hate the word diagnose, rather than offer the recognition of gender identity, will say, oh, it's autism. And so, yes, there is an overlap, if I can use that word, between trans and gender diverse at least, and autism, and as I've said, probably by an ace, um, and um And so the thing is, they can then, autism is seen as, in inverted commas, a little more socially acceptable. And that's really problematic that um, that sort of thing can happen. Some of the comments I've had on my social media, um, someone who's in an autistic women's group, and note the central focus there, um, she says about 30% of people in that group are transgender diverse non-binary. And another one said way um, way higher, I identify as part of both communities. Um, I know um, a long-time trans contributor, um, Cash, um, would say the same thing, puts it closer to 50%, talking to people from the various um, family groups who support trans and gender-diverse young people, um, someone who works in the area of disability, um, and um, um, you know said this, and then someone said, and are more likely to be ace, being asexual, possibly aromantic as well, Um, you know, all these things. So there's also another factor. Um, I wonder if older trans and gender diverse people have never thought about it. There probably wasn't the awareness that when they were growing up, they've just gone on being who they are um, sort of thing and never really stopped to think, well, do I have it? Or, you know, maybe not because maybe not as... Internet proficient, you know, there's some, not that I'm saying it's the answer to everything, but there are these self-tests you can do to see if you identify with autism traits. And maybe they're not internet savvy and haven't just hit the search engine and done that. And of course, some younger people may not have access to internet as well. So it's an interesting thing. And it does, of course, make for, um, you know, and I think a very important part of diversity Declaring my interest as someone who works with Transgender Victoria, when Transgender Victoria ran some focus groups for a family violence project, um, you know, a couple of years ago, 50% of people said neuroprocessing was important to them. Now, they didn't, I'd break it down into autism and other forms. I identify very strongly with the highly sensitive person trait, for example. Um, My Despite the fact that I come and talk at you for an hour each week, um, introversion is important to me. That's a form of neuroprocessing, as is extroverts and, of course, ambiverts because we don't like binaries. So, you know, I think it is really important that we're aware of that. It really just comes down to good communication skills, um, and that's important as well. And so, you know, it can be not easy to adapt your communication style to work with someone, and we all have a natural tendency. And if it seems, in again, well, very bad language in inverted commas here, if there's a sort of polar opposite, and inverted commas, going on, how do we deal with that? But we have to make an effort and try, but it's got to be a two-way street. Um, The Victorian Equal Opportunity Human Rights Commission, um, you know, the law in that area, and what they would say is the term reasonable adjustment. What if there does appear to be, in inverted commas, conflicting um, neuroprocessing and other disabilities? or you communicate as best as you can. So, um, you know, um, we need to consider all of these things and be respectful. And respect can vary from time to time. One of the best articles on leadership I've ever seen is one that's, you know, which um, teasingly said, what's the best leadership style? And, of course, the answer is there isn't one. It's just about, um, you know, sort of making sure that um, you can move as seamlessly as you can from one to another. Um, sometimes a more conciliatory style can work. Sometimes it is necessary to be a little more direct. We all have a tendency, this um, bi, plus and trans balanced liberan, um, you know, sort of tends to go that way as well. So um, yeah, um, very, very important uh, that we do. Um, anyway, have what's your thoughts? Um, welcome your thoughts on this, on autism and neuroprocessing. Pop them through to me on all the channels of communication. I'll just run through them once again. You can um, um, you know email out of the pan eight five five at gmail.com SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five tweet at Salgold said so look for the posts on Facebook Out of the Pan three CR eight five five AM Melbourne and Sally Goldner AM. In the meantime, let's have a listen. Um, to a track that we'll uh, link into our next segment after the break. And it's, of course, because we can, from the one and only Yana Alana and the Piranhas, too. Um, eat that. 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au, and 3CR On Demand, out of the pan with Sally.
2: Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, she, together. Come on, baby, let's go. I, you, we, together. Come on, baby, let's go. And have you ever been rimmed in a hotel lobby by a famous rock star while the bellboy watches? Hey, that's a name. And have you ever been fist fucked on the roof of the Trans-Siberian Express? through a Blizzard while singing Freedom by George Michael. Have any of you ever had sex, like at all? You people are so conservative! Be cocky. Come on baby, let's go.
3: Hey all you mob, it's Dr. Mark Winnetong here. Coronavirus has certainly changed the way we live, work and connect. These changes can be hard for some of us and can make us feel no good in our head or spirit, like sad or worried all the time. Some of us might already be dealing with other things like sickness, trauma, and this can make it really hard for us to feel good about anything at the moment. If you're feeling like this, remember it's okay to ask for help. Have a yarn to someone you trust, like your family or an Aboriginal Trustee or a health worker. You can also call Beyond Blue, Lifeline, or the Kids Helpline to talk to someone, or look at some helpful information at headtohealth.gov.au on the internet. A 3CR supporter. Yeah, I spent three and a half years living on the street and I know what it's like to have no hope and not to feel a part of the society and I
0: think that's where a lot of these people are, but I think we need to help people who are traumatised and help people get back on their feet and give them hope and help them um, feel like they're a part of the society again instead of just moving them on like they're an inconvenience.
1: If it were not for ruminations, how would the views of those of us who have been homeless or are homeless, how would these views ever be aired? How would they ever be expressed?
3: Subscribe to the station that gives airtime to people with a lived experience of homelessness. Support 3CR.
0: Please do. Um, I know it's very, very tough financially for lots of people at the moment. Um, and, um, you know, sort of um, it's hard going. Um, but if you can listen to 3CR, 855am digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, um, and also support us, even um, pop onto our website and donate, um, phone in during office hours, maybe, um, obviously on the proverbial skeleton staff at the moment. Um, I feel like it's a Scooby-Doo sort of episode with with the skeleton and they would have got away with it if it wasn't for those pesky kids. Something like that. Um, Seriously, um, if you can support us in some way, please do Um, because we need to have independent voices on the air in a time of media concentration. And look, I don't know everything about C-19 as I'm calling it. Don't give it any more letters than it deserves. But I genuinely believe, to be fair, all of our leaders are doing as best as they can, regardless of their political allegiance. And I genuinely think Dan Andrews is doing his best and many others. not saying it's been perfect, and I don't often make editorials on mainstream news. And I think, though, that some of the badgering him by um, conservative elements of media have been appalling. While we're on elements of conservative media um content warning racism. It's been interesting how many times there's been efforts made to link the spread of coronavirus to Black Lives Matter protests a few months ago. But there's never even the remotest um comment about all the various right wing conspiracy theory protests like the 5G protest on the steps of Parliament or there was some Church of the United Kingdom protest that was trying to go ahead and other um, you know, defy the mask law protests. When are mainstream media going to criticise those people? I don't seem to hear that too often. So we definitely need um, a range of media to provide balance if one media outlet in itself, um, particularly one person, can't do that. Interesting to note, by the way, that the ABC has bought the rights to the um, sort of documentary series on a certain um, media mogul, um, hashtag murder media, sick. Um, Interesting, they'll probably be criticised for being... um, Politically correct lefties, but it's their individual freedom to express and run that um, documentary So music today, thus far in the show we opened up with the fabulous, totally gorgeous, great independent musicians And um, well, their musical version of the Martin Luther King speech, I Had a Dream um, And um, that was fantastic And then we had the one and only Yana um, Alana and the Piranhas And their recording of Peach's I You she which is a good segue, Sally segue here on the show, um, to talk about um, polyamory and how that's going in the um, lockdown scenario. Now, it should be pointed out that anything that I say in the context of this article, which is from outside Australia, needs to be adapted for local conditions. And I'm not for a second, uh, just so it's clear, saying you should do anything that contravenes the regulations of social gatherings, social distancing, wherever you are. And, of course, we're on Stage 4 here in Melbourne, Stage 3 in rural and regional Victoria, and, for those in Australia, other things, and, obviously, wherever you are, um, you know, sort of in the world. And But it has been tough going for polyamorous people. In the brief period where we went back to Stage 2, I did catch up with a friend who identifies as polyamorous. And there's a lot of people who don't have one, I'll say my word, prominent partner um, and, you know, have numerous partners and are cut off from all of them because of the social distancing. It's interesting also, on sort of almost on the other, sort of the same side of the other coin. Think about that for a second. There's an article which I just had a brief look at in today's Sunday Age about how single people are struggling with the lack of isolation from their contacts. Well, you know, and this person who's interviewed in The Age, I'll come to that in a second, says they totally support the regulations and that sort of thing. But, you know, why is it that intimate partners who might live separately can go visit each other, but um, not, um, for example, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, friends who perhaps are single? Is this some form of double standard against singles? It's a fair call. We live in we hear of families, and yes, families can be single, but it just sort of seems to imply this um, whole, you know, two two adults, you know, 2.4 kids type of approach. Well, that's not everyone. And, um, you know, we need to um, just sort of really um, make sure that we are, you know, looking for after everyone. This whole thing about um, we're all in this together well, that's a nice Scotty from marketing sort of slogan, but I don't really think that we are, to, in all honesty. And so this article from a site called self.com, um, nine ways non-monogamous people are dealing with the pandemic. No, that's a bad, uh, not going to make a pun out of that one, um, said the pan person or buying and pan. Um, and now again, let's look at these in the context. I will fo- focus these in the relation to the Victorian regulations. Um, People are discussing COVID-19 as part of normal safety precautions. So polyamorous people, um, one of that same dear friend I mentioned, um, has um, put me onto the saying for polyamory, to make it work, communicate, 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 and then when that that doesn't work, go back to step one. You've just got to do it a bit differently and better, or something like that. So communication is important. So in what I'll call, I suppose we have to call it pre-COVID times, you know, um, there's always been discussion about safe sex for multiple partners. Well, is this any different? Not really. Um, you know, sort of um, everyone has to consider who they're breathing on. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so, you know, even when we get back out of these stages of lockdown, probably going to have to consider that um, until we have a, you know, that wonderful day comes when we have a 100% effective vaccine. Um but, um, you know, someone has said here, it's a little awkward and uncomfortable being the one asking very thorough questions, but I'd rather be safe than sorry, Sh- Sharon from Long Island tells self. Some people are forming poly bubbles. Now, this is um, going back to that single person. Um, you know, there's um, New Zealand allowed this for single people, and I think this makes a lot of sense um, that, um, you know, and a person here says they've um, formed a poly bubble of sorts. A poly bubble and I should, actually I will um that's the word as it's written here, but I'll be careful about using the word poly, of course, acknowledging people of Polynesian background um and, and that sometimes we need to be um, perhaps use polyam rather than poly too short and polyamory, I'll just say polyamory gosh we are not right wingers, we can say words of more than three syllables, you know um and um <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I can see all the comments coming in, who cares um but um. This person said they ended up falling a polyam bubble of sorts because it made sense for us logistically collective understanding of each other's boundaries. Um, we jokingly call the committee before making moves that put others at risk. Um, they wear masks in public car shares with the windows open and new partners to get tested before um, you know so, um, before any um, sort of anything happens now again, this is an an American article where there's different um, rules and regulations. So there's the emotional toll of supporting multiple partners. Um, You know, it is hard to sustain, but I suppose it's like anything. Hopefully the universe works and you get some support back um, rather than having to do a whole heap of emotional labor. Um, People have had to recalibrate relationships in response to COVID-19, C-19. Sorry, gave it too much space. Um, and, you know, revealing some of the conversations of real hierarchies within previously equal relationships. And so, you know, it has caused perhaps some couples to split. Um, Folks are getting creative due to long-term separation. Um, And um, so, you know, there's, um, you know, how do you, you know, sort of, um, let's say if you're wanting to talk to one of your other partners without the other partner hearing, how do you do this? So um, you use a different... um, you know, room or call when the other partner's in the shower or doing the legal shopping, that sort of thing. just respect. Jeez, it's so hard. Um, emotional connection in the front seat. And this is what um, I um, don't see myself as either. I just use the word queer to describe how I do my relationships in pre-COVID times. Um, and so, but many many people are putting emotional connection in the front seat. Well, that's what really... Made me think I wasn't monogamous, that I just don't see my relationships in these rigid boundaries of one intimate partner and then everyone else's friends or acquaintances or something else. Asking new questions. Well, that's more communication. Um, Connecting online in polyam communities. Good to see that word there. Um, There's poly cocktails. um, But um, acknowledging, of course, regional and rural people might face more isolation. And surprise, surprise, um, this article ends by saying point nine Communication is still paramount for polyam people. Um, so it is so important. And if something good comes out of this, um, you know, that maybe people will learn how to communicate more. Now, being a 54 and, you know, 5, 6-year-old chicken-a-pansexual, I'm, you know, sort of not, I'm not, I take the view of technology, it's an please excuse gender and class in this old saying, but it does seem to work reasonably Well, make when television emerged it was make your servant and not your make it your servant and not your master well i think that's a good way to look at technology it's got to benefit your life um and um you know um um yeah that's the important thing and i think that when we do technology for the sake of it um we have to look at that and i think sometimes We can't have unconscious bias of ageism. Oh, well, let's just, you know, put a form online for a survey or something like that. Well, you know, also there's other things. I have bad hand-to-eye coordination, you know, using the computer a lot. I still, I've tried those type, quick type of courses and end up wanting to, um, well, I don't know. I I love my laptop too much in a platonic way. Um, I need it. I won't throw it out the window. I'll just pat it now. Um, Seriously, I can't really get anywhere with those. They don't help me. So, um, you know, let's not remember that technology, let's not think technology is everything. But all the same, again, when we hopefully get back to better times, and we will, um, let's balance our use of in-person and technology in a good way. Um, One of the things that I found, for example, during this was during one of the trans family gatherings when we hit the Zoom, um, someone who used to be in Melbourne um, um, who who, a parent, who um partner moved up interstate, they were able to join online and reconnect. So when we get back to it, we'll have um, those sorts of um, things happening maybe. Anyway, um, lots of um, things. Remember that we're not all doing this equal. I'm going to have a quick read of that article from the single person and add to that before we come back and talk about some disturbing news from Poland. I'll give you an advanced content warning on that. Um, so you know, just sort of be ready for it, and I don't mind if it's too much, and you want to tune out. Um, in the meantime, let's have a listen. If the um, if we are ready to um, hit the button and um, play a track from um, the Traveling Wilburys, and well, there is a lot of isolation going on. we we'll look time, look um, forward to the time when, in the words of the late Roy Orbison. Who took lead on this one? We're not alone anymore. three CR eight five five AM, three C R Digital, three crorgau dot org dot AU, three C R on demand, out of the pan with Sally. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one, every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just had um, the Travelling Wilburys with um, the fabulous Roy Orbison. Um, Bless him and we miss him on lead vocals. And you're not alone anymore. And uh, let's make sure we can do that. Um it leads to some articles and comments that have come up um separate to the show I've had someone message me on Facebook, and also the fabulous roving reporter has messaged in with the same comment um on how um um on mental health and just um needing to bring that up again uh, um if I can um And um, Martin Foley has had a press conference where he acknowledged that health workers are suffering extreme trauma and more funding is being given to mental health. Well, I think that's needed for the whole public. Mental health is being discussed in the mainstream for the first time in many, many years. Uh, Well, yeah, it, it sort of can be hard to get it in there. And then the various sort of nuances, if you like, for mental health. And some perspective is required as well to see how the Um, whinging middle classes can't think outside of the box Um, yeah that's a fair point that if you if you have it easy and just flow through life I think sometimes it's hard you know people just don't stop and think and this applies to chauvinism slash misogynism homophobia transphobia racism you know if you haven't had to think about it or anything like that you just don't and, um, then Roving's last comment, I think it's time our cultural norms need to change and we need to stop putting people in a box, sorry, need to stop putting people in a box. Um, well, yeah, uh, I agree with that, that I think that for too long, we've just sort of the, um, you know, my words, the anti-politically correct, um, sort of approach, which has denied diversity has been, um, you know, problematic and, um, you know, that, um, you know, diversity and, you know, there's a phrase in personal and healthcare called individual or person-centered care. We want the best outcome for everyone. Everyone needs a different path to get there. And I'm going to come back to what's on the front page of the Sunday Age, um, you know, earlier, um, this week. And I've also got another message to acknowledge, which I haven't forgotten. It's all happening on the show today, um, so, and, um, so, yeah, look, I agree that I think that for too long we've had a very, well, middle class, but also the, you know, the idea that someone like John Howard can think he stands up for the working class battlers, give me a break, um, you know, sort of um, in his uh, too politically correct approach. Um, why does he always sound like the Hamburglar? Why do I make him sound like the Hamburglar? Who knows? But anyway, um, you yeah, know, I think we need to to make sure that we truly are not just a cliche, but we are all in this together and that we're really looking after those who are battling. Earlier in the show, we played the message for those who are homeless. Well, that was recorded before COVID. Um, And for example, I know people who are homeless, um, people trying to get to the uh, North Richmond injecting drug room were subject to mass discrimination from, um, or extra discrimination from um, elements of poor policing, for example. So we need to make sure that we're really thinking of everyone and not just assuming a 2.2 adults, usually heterosexual, um, 2.4 kids sort of middle-class arrangement, I agree. You've also sent in that younger people are also engaging in podcasts and being more sophisticated with their message. Each generation is different and adapt to change differently. It shouldn't be an ageism argument respecting individuals connecting with like-minded people in similar life experiences I'm sure I don't know every artist on the top 10. Well, I don't. I've never even heard a Justin Bieber song. Um, um, Sorry, that that, um, message from But Roving continues. I don't know every song on the top 10 on Triple J any one day. Great discussion. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> if you um, endure the music in inverted commas taste, hashtag self-deprecating humour on this show, well, I don't know any current um, songs, independent or commercial either. Um, so there we go. <laughs> um, but seriously, we do need to be look at different means of communication um, and ways of accessing it so people have that information and support. Now I've had another message in last week on the show uh, and I hope I have the pronunciation right here. Xavier came in with a message um, and I was really quite moved by that message last week and um, Xavier's come in with another wonderful message. Just I will paraphrase um, in because I don't, I'm just not sure about, um, just because I want to, that Xavier um, values the show and the work that I do. In the community, um, so thank you for that, Xavier. And look, um, you know, it is I've, as much you know, it, you know, doing this show every week, um, even in the situation of the pandemic, it's not easy either. Recording from home to come into the studio, um, which um, broadcast media is essential. I have a permit, but you know, I've had issues with police over time as well. Hopefully, you can work through them at some, you know, over time and will be. Um, but um, yeah. Um, thank you for sending that message in, Xavier. Thank you for acknowledging this show and other things. And um, yeah, I won't read out the message in full, um, just to play just to be clear here without your consent. But um yeah, really important um that we do try to stay connected. And hopefully this show um can do that for some people. It's why I want to keep doing it. I'm well aware of the isolation of um rainbow communities and the differences within that. So, yeah, lots to consider. Now, I want to come to this article on the front page, a couple of articles um, in today's Sunday Age. Um, And there's an article which grabbed my attention, writes the big thick headline one on the front page. Beyond Blue is pushing for a system of mental health coaches to be rolled out nationally to address the unprecedented social crisis under the C-19 pandemic. And I thought that sounds like a great idea. And then I read um, into paragraph three. Beyond Blue has told the um, Productivity Commission uh, hundreds of thousands of Australians' mild to moderate depression anxiety could be treated by a network of mental health coaches who undergo 12 months training to support people through cognitive behavioural therapy. Oh, for heaven's sake. Now, I'm not saying cognitive behavioural therapy is useless, but if you hit criticisms of cognitive behavioural therapy, don't put CBT in. I'd better not explain why because it's between midday and 1 p.m., Um, that, um, you know, um, it's not the best form of therapy. It can often make things worse. It can make people feel judged. Here's how I, in my personal opinion, would sum up cognitive behavioural therapy. I am a health professional. I don't think your feelings, patient, are valid um, because feelings are bad. So just ignore them and I'll think for you. Well, maybe that's a bit exaggerated, but it's where cognitive behavioural therapy can do more harm than good, particularly for traumatised and marginalised people. And I have plenty of um, friends, as, um, as well as my own mental health professional, who use other methods and, and or are quite critical of, well, cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, Roving's just popped in to say that they acknowledge their own privilege, um, And, oh, messages are coming thick and fast, an email from Wombat. Hey, Wombat, how's it going? Um, Down there in regional Victoria. Um, So, um, not sure where I fit in, quote, not sure where I fit in sexually. I'm non-committal to anyone nowadays, too grumpy to consider sharing my space beyond the fun. Yeah, I can sort of back that. In March, I cut off that side of my life before any lockdowns, not feeling like I'm missing out wouldn't want to meet people because if a contact tracker needed to work and who I was, it might be a bit hard to give the limited details sometimes exchanged in arranging a meet. See, there's an interesting point too, you know, sort of, um, you know, um, would um, tracing be used to perhaps find you when um, unfairly? We've also heard on another note, um, you know, sort of um, um, that, um, you know, some trans people were being unfairly targeted by neighbours when they were going out for legitimate purposes, um, transphobic neighbours, when they were going out for legitimate purposes, such as food and clothes shopping, and then they've got to deal with police who have been told this trans person's going out. And unfortunately, we know police at times may not get it right. Um, Some are doing a very good job. Some have a very hard job. But, um, you know, we also have to acknowledge that um, it's, um, you know, sort of there are some, you know, some people bad police who are letting the good police and the public down. So yeah, um, thanks for all your thoughts everyone um, and um, um, you Hins know, sort of come in actua- a- absolutely green, I'll quote her on CBT which stands in this case for Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. Um, as I say it's between noon and one on a Sunday when this goes to air um, and it's like world wrestling entertainment, it's a family program nowadays so um, we won't Um, you know, sort of give any other definitions of CBT. If you're not sure, you can message me by one of the means to get in touch with the show and I'll tell you. Ah, dear. Uh, Let's have some fun because God knows we need it. Let's also have some good music and, um, um, well, the fabulous Paul Kelly and the equally fabulous Paul Grabowski The Count, The Count, Um, have put out a fantastic album, which I pre-ordered. Please leave your light on. How good does it get? Two fantastic Australian musicians. And, um, well, here's one for this time of year. I have to say, you know, touching on homeless, one of the things I remind myself that I'm grateful for is that I have a warm house, a roof over my head, good food, except when I cook it myself for myself and my housemates. Um, No, we haven't gone down with food poisoning yet. But, um, you know, um, I'm also warm and have layers of clothing. And this track talks to that. Um, a Paul Kelly classic. Well, that could be any Paul Kelly song with Paul and Paul. Winter Coat. 3CR, 855 AM. 3CR digital. 3CR.org.au. 3CR on demand. Out of the Pan with Sally.
3: We were lovers once. Long ago Walking through Cold City streets Like lovers do We stopped inside a market Kissed beside a stall Someone said you better Move on If you're not buying At all Then I saw the winter coat Hanging on the rack I thought about that winter coat Hanging on my back So you helped me try it on It was just my size Then you bought that coat for me After haggling Over the prize Now when it's chilly Up in these cold, cold hills I just put on my winter coat My winter coat Me warm. Years have come along. Years have gone. Some friends have risen. Some friends have moved on. And my old. Winter cold still hangs by my front door, holding all the stories I don't remember anymore. When it gets freezing, I'll My winter cold Keeps me warm
2: There's plenty of specialist music programs to choose from on the 3CR grid.
3: Because music.
2: Explore the 3CR schedule online at 3cr.org.au. Oh, it makes me happy. Yes, this
1: is our vibration. Check out...
2: Music... Sons... Frontier...
0: Great voices... Music... Matters...
2: The Hips is the show
1: The Heavy Session...
0: The Planet
2: Radio Show. Satellite Skies. Shindig. Sweet Dreams. Tune in to 3CR 855 AM on your digital radio or streaming live at 3CR.org.au. Let our music make you happy. Fitzroy Legal Service has launched a free information and advice phone service for people who have been stopped, questioned, fined or charged for breaching the new COVID-19 restrictions. Have you been fined or charged under the new laws or stopped and questioned by police for being outside? Call 0434 136 501. Weekdays between 9am and 5pm. That's zero four three four one three six five zero one, Or head to fitzroy-legal.org.au for more information. You can also report incidents at covidpolicing.org.au. Fitzroy Legal Service is a 3CR supporter.
0: 3CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan, with Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one, every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. Um, a few more comments in from a roving reporter um, who acknowledges his own privileged status. I don't know um, your pronouns, uh, their own privileged status. I'm um, sorry, roving. Um, you know, um, And there's... Um, Gender in practice, if you are not, uh, may not be sure of someone's pronouns and may or actually have misgendered them, you'll apologise and move on. And I'll use they from here on in. Um, so Roving also says, don't be a grumpy Karen, Sally. Well, I suppose we're all entitled to have a little bit of a grump at the moment. But we all need, do need to acknowledge our own biases. I say, cognitive behavioural therapy can be good for some. And we all have bias, especially if we're from an Anglo background like um, me, that is roving. And we all do it. And, you know, I don't think perhaps people um, sometimes are aware of their own bias or how deep it can run. But, you know, a lot of people don't care that they have bias as well. Um, You know, sort of, um, um, yes, uh, very important. So very quickly, just to look at this article called Alone in the Bubble on page six of today's Sunday Age, Tonya um, Scabiglia, Skab- I believe it would be the pronunciation. Please correct me if I've got that wrong. And you know Ms. Scabiglia, who works in HR, is single. She has her one hour a day of perhaps, um, you know, exercising and making eye contact with other people. And the article, not in her quote, Mark says, she's frustrated that single people are not being given the same opportunity to have human interaction as intimate partners who live separately but may be permitted to visit one another. And both England and New Zealand have done this sort of um, you know sort of um, bubble type approach whereby um, their um, single people are allowed to to visit people, and um, you know sort of the New Zealand strategy when they were in their very strict lockdown, um, probably we're about where we are now maybe even stricter in, or when, where we being metropolitan Melbourne to clarify that, um, seems to work. and I think we can do more to prevent mental health issues in this time, Um, you know, but it is, as was said earlier, um, (laughs) um, that, you know, there is, um, you know, an an acknowledgement that these mental health issues are being discussed. And I think also, you know, we had the first report of, I think, the Royal Health Victorian Government Mental Health Royal Commission. I think there needs to be like a, a stage two of that that takes into account COVID and what went on for a whole range of people. And also, An interesting one. Here's a thought for any lawyers out there. Would polyamory be covered by lawful sexual activity? But, of course, that's only sex. Interesting, of course, noting a few weeks ago that polyamory, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, was legalized in Somerville, Massachusetts. Now, I said I'd talk about Poland. I've run out of time to do that. But following the election of a very right-wing president there, um, you know, we've had... Um, you know, there've been riots breaking out in Poland. It's briefly been um referred to as Poland Stonewall. I only found out about this um just as I was um as I got into the studio this morning. Um but you can look for um various information on the web, but so I can only send solidarity to our Rainbow um family in Poland. I often think um uh, as someone who went to Russia and that's probably a show in itself, um, you know, sort of um um you know, things to talk about and think about. Um, You know, how difficult, you know, for whatever challenges we're facing here as rainbow people must be much harder at the moment. You know, trans people in Panama, where there's a gendered system where women go out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and men's Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, which immediately leaves where does non-binary people in terms of identity and expression fit in? So it does remind us to think that... um, You know, there are other people doing it tough as well in other places. But I will come back to that story next week because it looks like it's breaking. It's been called Poland Stonewall. Um, Well, you know, I think that, you know, whatever it is, it's Poland, um, that sort of thing. But certainly the comparison rather than the label is valid. Just also, very quickly, I wanted to mention one thing. There's a lot of labels going around, millennial, boomer. You know, if they are just describing an age range in a neutral way, that's fine. But let's try to get away from them. There's been debate about Karen as well. Um, You know, someone has said, what's the male equivalent? Some could say Tim. There's a couple of people who come to mind, allegedly, in someone's opinion. But um, I didn't say that either. Anyway, um, better get out of here. Um, Take it out today with a little bit of um, Chris Wilson from his album Landlocked from many years ago and a little bit, um, well, a little titillate, so to speak, with tips and feathers. Thanks to our contributors to the show today um, and thanks for your ongoing loyalty. And I'm Sally Goldner. Thanks for listening in to Out of the Pan. Catcher next week.